Hello, Business Made Simple professionals. Welcome to the podcast that takes the mystery out of growing your business. This week, we talk with Leah Glover-Hayes, host of Her Story of Success, a podcast showcasing inspiring stories of women trailblazers, entrepreneurs, artists, and business leaders. Leah shares with you the three keys of success that she's discovered in almost every one of these stories. So by the end of this episode, you won't only be inspired, but ready to take action. But first, let's check in with our host, Donald Miller, and co-hosts, Kula Callahan and Dr. J.J. Peterson. Today's podcast guest, Leah Glover-Hayes. She has a podcast of her own called Her Story of Success, where she collects stories of women who have succeeded. She interviews those women. She's going to share with us the three tips that she has taken most from all her interviews with successful women. We've got a lot of women listening. What are the unique challenges from each of our perspective? I'm sort of curious about that. Cool, I got this one. Um, <laughs> if we have time, we'll get we to have, you. JJ, I'm going to let you, you take you know this. What? I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we've I answered be very the careful. question, what challenges I'm going to be very, I want to be very careful. So I'm going to, I am going to defer to Kula. I wish everyone could see my facial expression I, right now. I am There's going to defer. Can I, can, I, can I defer to you first? <laughs> I think, well, for me, I grew up in Alabama, right? And so being a woman in the South, there's kind of this role that you automatically grow into that people just assume you will take, which is go to college, pledge a sorority, get married, have babies, and like stay in the kitchen, which is kind of antiquated at this point. But you'd be surprised how many people kind of still put women in that space. But I think for me, I remember so vividly, it was probably within the first year of working at StoryBrand, because we weren't business made simple at that point. But JJ was actually encouraging me to start facilitating private workshops, which is our product offering where you go into a business and take their entire team through the StoryBrand framework. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. I'm a woman and I'm so young. And I was talking to a mentor of mine. I was like, they want me to do this thing, but I can't do it because like, I'm going to walk in. They're going to be like, who is this young girl? And he goes, that's a lie. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, that's a lie you're telling yourself. You have convinced yourself that because you're a woman and because you're younger, people won't take you seriously. So I was like, oh, shoot, you're right. So what do I need to develop within myself to overcome that lie? And it's not like anybody told me you're young and you're a woman, so no one's going to take you seriously. But it's just this thing that a lot of women in business have been conditioned to believe about themselves. And so at, you know, however old I was, 25 or something, I started taking my professional development really seriously. And I got really good at dealing with conflict and really good at speaking my mind and really good at being confident in what I share and how I communicate. And I think that that's a myth a lot of women kind of buy into. Do you think you needed those wins? Because when people say, how do I get confident in something? I say, win. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You're not going to be confident until you get some victories. The reality is that the more women that we have in successful position and influential positions, both in business and in culture the better the world is. We need people out there who are championing those positions for women as well. You know, and and specifically, I do think like what you're saying, Kula, is I do think that it does require some nuance that sometimes men don't have to walk in. Yeah. And so finding people who can actually empower women and mentor women and raise up women in leadership and invite them in is a pretty powerful thing. We really, I actually, we take this very seriously. We were, we were, we were intentional from the beginning of building a company that had a lot of female leadership and we've done it. I mean, I'm just telling you guys, if you hire strong women, they make you money. (laughs) They're going to make you money. Mm -hmm. They really do. They also make you better. Yeah. I think a lot of women see things. A lot of men don't see. I think a lot of people of color see things that 
those of us in the majority don't see. I think a lot of people who have different sexual orientations see the world differently. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want those that in council? I don't know why you wouldn't want that in council. I think it's a smart move. Leah Glover Hayes has interviewed a lot of women who have succeeded, and we're going to learn what she's learned in hearing all of those stories. Here's my conversation with Leah. Leah, thanks for coming on. Hi, great to meet you, finally. I love the concept of your your podcast, Her Story of Success. I want to know, first of all, what is it that is unique with women entrepreneurs? How do they see themselves differently in the overall market? I think women are very unique and complex. And I think part of maybe one of the issues is we get lumped into this category of just women. And we all have unique, I mean, I've interviewed hundreds of women and I ask each time, I'm like, what's your definition of success? And they're all different. And so the reason that I wanted to start Her Story of Success was my own need for mentorship and trying to learn from women and see how can I succeed and gain confidence. And the more that I've interviewed women, I'm like, oh my gosh, It's not about finding that one story that relates to you. It's understanding that we all have different stories and that's what makes us powerful. Because I kept trying to hear my own story in these interviews. Like, actually, you're one of my heroes and you're one of the podcasts that I listened to that gave me the confidence and the motivation and the desire to have these conversations. Because so many women, you've had so many amazing guests, but as a woman when we are trying to figure out our next step or gain confidence or motivation or mentorship there's just questions that men aren't going to ask women like well what was that conversation in your own head what was the fear that almost stopped you what did your husband say what did your spouse or partner say or Mm. what did you think about your kids so that's really i think the the important piece is we're all unique i'm curious about you know as you've as you've interviewed all these women and talked about their stories of success i want to get to to the three things that you found they have in common yes but i want to know who's inspired you and i know this is a terrible question because now you have to play favorites but but who inspired you the most as you've talked to them? Who who do you keep coming back to and saying, gosh, that story was incredible? Oh, of the women I've interviewed. Gosh, that's, that's right. so hard. So I will say um, I got to interview Pat Shea, who was my one of my very first sheroes in Nashville. That was like a, an, a and Sherry Deutschman was one of those moments of like, oh, my gosh, I got to interview my heroes. Uh, I've made it right. Um, and then I got to interview Arlen Hamilton. I don't know if you know her. She started Backstage Capital and she's no, somebody I, I follow on. Oh, she's amazing. She's um invests into underrepresented people. So people of color, women, uh, minorities, and um, like LGBTQIA. And I saw her on Instagram and I was like, oh, I've been a fan. I read her book and I just messaged her and I said, hey, I'm a huge fan. Here's what I love about your story. I'd be honored to interview you. And Dawn, she said yes. And I was like, wow. oh my gosh. So she, I mean, she was homeless sleeping in her car and now she's running a multi-million dollar fund. I mean, Mark Cuban has invested into her companies and is a fan of hers. So that was a really big, like, oh my gosh, she said yes, that that one was really fun. That's incredible. And did you, and during the interview, did you feel like uh, this could be your story too? I mean, do you, cause I know I'll read um, or listen to interviews with entrepreneurs and half of it is they're just almost giving you permission to succeed, right? Because yes. there's something in all of us yes. that's like success is for somebody else. It's a yes. hard voice to get out of your freaking head. 
Yeah. And did you, did you, when you talked to her, did, did she relieve some of that voice for you? And- <laughs> so she actually challenged me because I, um, I said something about imposter syndrome and because yeah. I was like, how do you deal with that? And she's like, I don't deal with it. I mean, she was just so I confident. Love that like, I loved it because she said, I don't deal with it because I do the research. Like she, mm. when she walks into a room, she knows she has the confidence because she's studied. She has done the research. She knows what she's talking about. So she doesn't deal with imposter syndrome. Um, I'm a little different. I deal with it um, every day. So for me, and that's one of the first lessons is that, Confidence is a choice, but it's also a muscle that has to be exercised. And everyone gains and receives and works through confidence um, differently, right? Like the Darren Hardy who started Success Magazine, he's like, I learned discipline from my father who I heard, you know, working out every morning at 6 a.m. And so because I grew up in the middle of nowhere with, I love my father, but, um, Ambition is not a word I would use to describe him. Um, So I had this like very insecure thing about my own discipline and not being able to succeed because I had never seen it. So learning how to find confidence in the things that I had overcome, whether it be small and say confidence is really, if you look at it, it's about steps. I'm, I'm on this step. And if I'm trying to reach that next step, I need the confidence that I can keep going. And what gives me confidence is seeing how many steps I've already taken. Yeah, that's interesting because, yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm a firm believer that I don't like the fake it till you make it thing. I really don't. I, I, I don't just either. Say, I, like, I like being honest and saying, hey, I'm not very good at this, but I'm going to get good. And I'm terrified. Do you know what I mean? That that's. It takes choosing confidence and saying, I can have this conversation with Dawn. I've interviewed literally hundreds, probably honestly thousands of people, just hundreds on the podcast, but there's still that little bit of like, oh my gosh, but he's so much better and he's so much further that that's a choice that you have to do. And honestly, I learned that one from uh, Rita Mitchell is a woman that interviewed. She's this amazing, beautiful, powerful black woman. And she was in banking in the South her whole career. Wow. And she's, she's someone, got stories. Oh, you don't even know. She's got stories. And I interviewed her and I remember asking, well, like, where do you get your confidence? Cause she just exudes confidence. And she's like, oh, I was so terrified to do X, Y, and Z. And she's like, it was my husband that reminded me that I could move forward because of all the things that I had achieved. And that was like, my husband's my biggest fan. He's my biggest supporter. But that's probably one of the lessons, too, is there's no such thing as self-made. No one is self-made. That's a lie that we all need help. And part of, I think, finding um, success, whatever that means to you, is about finding the people that um, can be your cheerleaders, can kick you in the pants when you need it, um, yeah. and, and motivate you in the way that you need it. But finding those people, I think, are, is part of your journey. Yeah, it's a, it's a big part. If you want to scale, you you've just got to. You, I always say, uh, hire your liabilities or or you know staff your liabilities. And what I mean by that is, it's I think it's more important to know what you're bad at than it is to know what you're good at. I really do because you, if you know what you're bad at, you know who to hire. Yeah, because they can do the things that you simply can't do. Right. I want to know what are the three tips for success that you've consistently seen in the stories of the women that you have interviewed. Um, well, confidence is is the first one and the biggest one. Um, and that's something that I'm passionate about. Like my tagline on my personal email is, you know, empowering women and girls to be beautifully confident um, mm. and just finding what that what that looks like. The other thing is defining success, right? Because 
like most people that you talk to, they have some some maturity behind them. We'll just say that um, yeah. a lot of people originally define success as getting promotions and, and moving up the career ladder or some sort of monetary success. But it's when women or men, anyone, when you learn to define what success means to you, then you can go and pursue it. But if yeah. you can't define it, then you don't know what you're shooting for. Stop there for a second, because I'm curious yeah. as what sort of definitions of success you have seen. And I want to start with you. What is your definition yeah. of success? So what I've seen and how I started rephrasing the question, because I used to just say, what's your definition of success? Yeah. And now I say, what's your definition of success in this season? Ah, because it is seasonal. That's absolutely seasonal. Yeah, there, that's a big thing that I talk about is seasons of success and, and seasons. But um, to me, success is loving the life that you live. Hmm. And that's it. I don't know that that I don't know that there's a better definition. Thank you. It took me a minute to get there. <laughs> I don't think I, I feel know? convicted because I wouldn't have. I don't know how I would have answered it, but I wouldn't have answered it that way. I would have answered something, and then you would have said that, and I would have looked dumb. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, I actually have the um, in preparation for this. I, I went through and had one of my interns um, write down all the answers that the women had given in the hundred um, something episodes, and a lot of them have something to do with joy, happiness, peace, flexibility, um, or just like I think that's I summed it up: loving the life that you live. But one that hit me is one that's somebody that's my personal mentor, um, Marcy Allen. She owns Anzi Blue. Um, and I interviewed her during the height of COVID. She had just started a new business, a coffee shop in Nashville called Anzi Blue. And she said, success is being able to pay rent. Wow. But even as a, an entrepreneur that she's been an entrepreneur her entire life, we go through different seasons. And um, sometimes it's just being able to pay your rent. <laughs> And sometimes it's, you know, going on trips. I just got back from Florida with my husband and uh, I went through some rest and relaxation. So I'm, I'm feeling good. It's a success. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. Okay. What's the third? The third is giving back. Mm. I don't think I've Gosh, met a successful really person. These Thanks. are really good. Are you going to do a I book prepared. with these? That's part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Yes, definitely. All right. But so giving back, you know, what have you seen that's inspired you with, with some of the women who have given back? I just interviewed Laura Hutfliss. She owns Flightview. She actually started a foundation that is for survivors of mass shootings. Wow. Yeah. She had a, a boyfriend that passed away and he was a survivor of Columbine and he had dealt with addiction. A lot of people that have gone through severe traumas yeah, trauma. do. Yeah. And what happened was he passed away from addiction after he had been sober for a long time. He was a motivational speaker and all of these things. After that, people reached out to, to her and said, oh my gosh, he was my hope. And mm. if he didn't survive, what am I going to do? And so she, through um, OnSite, started a foundation for survivors of mass shootings. Oh and gosh. she's been giving back through her company, like her entire career, her and her business partner give back, I think, 5% more each year. And I think they're at like 20 or 25%. Wow. Right. I mean, it's so generous. Yeah. But I think people that just in their being of who they are can't not give back. Like that's just part of, of, of what you are. And I found the people um, to me that are the most successful, the ones that walk in or sit down and they just, they live in peace, right? Yeah. The world could be on fire around them, but they know that they're doing what they should be doing. Not should, but they're doing what they're meant to do and called to do, whether it's that day just being able to pay a rent or whether it's 
working on. She worked on Bumble with Serena Williams mm. years ago. So I think it, it's just being able to say, in what I do and the gifts that I've been given, am I using those to further other people's mission, yeah. not just my own? Oh, gosh. There, you, you, you just unpacked so much. There's so much there to talk about. I, and I love how you include it as a, an ingredient of success. It's also the, the sign of a healthy person. Right. Yeah, I think a big part of that, Leah, is just mission. Like just knowing what your mission is, whether it's for-profit, non-profit. When people think of giving back, they think of giving money or giving time. But really giving your whole business to a mission that you can make money on is just fine. It's just fine. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I think, I think you've got a podcast that should blow up. Her Story of Success, everybody should be listening to it. Where can people find out more about you and what you're doing? Yeah, we are at Her Story of Success on all the socials. Um, and I am at Leah Glover Hayes. And obviously online, we're HerStoryOfSuccess.com. HerStoryOfSuccess.com. And if they want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to wherever they subscribe to podcasts and you can find Her Story of Success. Leah, thank you so much for coming on. Our StoryBrand certified guides are the best marketers in the world and know how to get your business a huge return. For this week's Marketing Minute tip, our very own StoryBrand marketing guru, Dr. JJ Peterson, talks with StoryBrand certified guide, Julie Stroud. Your client was a business consultant and in the emotional intelligence space, and it really kind of hit a plateau after her initial success. What was the problem that she was dealing with in her marketing? She needed to be known in her metro area as the place to go for emotional intelligence coaching. So our solution was to work on messaging to position her as the expert in her metro area. So we determined her ideal customer's aspiration and then we worked on the place of pain that her customers were in when they were seeking out her assistance and also to focus on the aspiration that they were seeking. And so you then reworked her emails, kind of putting in this messaging of identifying her as the expert and identifying where her customers really were at and what they needed. And once you reworked her sales funnel, what did that result in for her? A 10 to 15% increase in her open rates and her click-through rates. That is unbelievable. More emails being opened means more clients. So here's what it all comes down to. This week's Marketing Minute tip is if you need to position yourself as a leader in your marketplace and stand out as an expert, then you need a sales funnel that clearly articulates the services that you offer and the problems you solve for your customers. Now, a sales funnel is really simple. It is five things. A one-liner that describes what you offer, a clear website, a lead generator, sales emails, and nurture emails. If you need a sales funnel created for you that is clear and compelling, then you need to hire a StoryBrand certified guide like Julie Stroud today at marketingmadesimple.com. You know, talking to Leah about uh, so many success stories of women entrepreneurs makes me think of my mom. My mother was such a powerful, amazing woman. If you've read any of my books, you've probably heard me talk about her. She's, she's still uh, heroic to me, even though she passed a few years ago. Her memory continues to guide me. Um, just so strong, so strong. I, I wish that um, my mother would have been given a vision for starting a company 
becoming a leader at an existing company. I wish she would have had that vision early on. Of course, I grew up in the early 70s and uh, did my teenage years in the 80s, and the world was really different then. There were certainly very powerful, strong women in leadership, but not as many. And uh, the, the idea was that mostly men uh, went into the job site and did the work and came back and brought home the, the bacon and wives stayed home and cooked it. I, my mom was a, a secretary at an oil refinery uh, for all her life, uh, or all my life, uh, her adult life. She was a secretary there. I think 25 years she put into that company. And um, it's probably what actually took her life. She died of lung cancer and never uh, smoked a cigarette in her life. And it was probably the fumes from that refinery that, that uh, did it. You know, can't prove that, but that's probably what did it. She gave her life to that $21,000 a year job, raised two kids on that money, um, was generous, gave to the church, tithed to her local Baptist church uh, all her life, was just super, super faithful. Then years later, of course, I left the home and wrote a couple books, and she read one of those books, A Million Miles in a Thousand Years, and called me and said, you know, you really got me thinking about what I could have done with my life, and, and, uh, and yet I, I didn't, and ended up getting really inspired and motivated, went back to college. She, she left college in order to have my sister and I, and then my father left, and so she was without a degree. Uh, but she said, I'm going back, and in, in her late 50s, Went back and got her bachelor's degree and her master's degree, and then retired. <laughs> she, I said, why'd you do that? She said, I just, want, I just wanted to show you you can never stop learning and continue. And uh, she did that for us, not even for her career. She did it for us, uh, just to, to let us know we come from a great legacy. Then Enron collapsed, and with Enron, a lot of other oil refineries uh, lost money, and my mother lost her entire retirement. All that money she put away, making that, those piddly wages she was hoping to use to retire, and now she couldn't. And uh, so she got another job at a, an interior design firm doing the accounting. It's a company called The Design Firm in Houston, Texas, a high-end interior design firm. If you knew my mother, that, that just didn't fit. You know, she just wasn't a, a super fashionable person. She was incredibly practical, incredibly hardworking. And that company and that community changed her life. I just watched her come alive. She met a community of people at The Design Firm who were wonderful generous, kind. In fact, they even remodeled my mother's house. They fell in love with her and, uh, and helped her. When I say her house, it's about 700 square feet. Uh, but they remodeled it and her life really changed. I wonder sometimes if my single mom would have known that she could have started a company. She certainly had the discipline to do it. She had the strength of will to do it. She had the creativity to do it. It's, it's almost like without women using their entrepreneurial instincts and abilities, uh, the world is missing something. I think that's true of you, if, if that happens to be you listening. Uh, if you happen to be a single mom, the pressures are even greater. The risk is even greater because you got to feed these kids and there's not a backup. There's not, there's not a safety net. Uh, for that reason, I think this is a really special episode. And I've asked my team to make available to single moms out there, the first 100 single moms, a pass to the Business Made Simple online platform. Uh, the Business Made Simple online platform are about 10 courses, online courses that teach you how to grow a business, start a business. There's also live coaching every month. For instance, in coming up in May, I'll be teaching, I'll be coaching anybody who's a member of the platform through how to run a sales campaign. And so salespeople, sales staff can, can watch and it's all free. It's part of the platform if you're part of the platform. My team has set up a landing page, businessmadesimple.com slash single mom. 
businessmadesimple.com slash single mom. If you go there, the first 100 single moms to enter their email address, we're giving it away. Uh, it, it's yours for free. And I do that because my mom is still out there somewhere, still out there struggling, not quite believing in herself, but with all the talent and the gifting and the drive to succeed, I think the online platform would do that. Uh, that's just my gift to, to you on behalf of Mary Miller, who was a wonderful, wonderful human being and uh, whose legacy is the foundation for my success. I'd hate for you to miss an opportunity to truly build something if that's what you want to do. And I hope our online platform helps. So if you're a single mom out there, if you know a single mom, go to businessmadesimple.com slash single mom. There's a simple landing page there. All you do is enter your email address. We'll get back to you with a pass, a registration to Business Made Simple. We, we're, we can only do 100, but 100 is a lot. And uh, we hope that uh, if you are looking for some help in growing a business, if you're a single mom and you, you also sense that you are an entrepreneur, I'd love to help. Just go to businessmadesimple.com slash single mom, all one word, single mom. Enter your email address and we will do the rest. All right, until next week, thanks so much for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast. I'm always so grateful that you would take the time. I know your time is valuable, but I'm always grateful that you spend it with us. If you want to become a Business Made Simple professional, sign up for Pro Access at businessmadesimple.com and get all our online courses, plus access to live coaching sessions with Donald Miller every month. Go pro at businessmadesimple.com.